What's up, Bikerumer fans? Welcome to another episode with the 2022 Tour de France just kicking off. I figured it'd be kind of fun to talk to the video game studio behind the Tour, uh, Pro Cycling Manager and Tour de France video games where you get to manage your own teams. So with me today is Clément Panget with Cyanide Studios, and they're the ones who develop those video games. Clément, welcome to the show. Yes. Hi, Tyler. Thanks for the invitation. <laughs> Happy to talk about the game. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Okay. So for people who've never heard of this or have just kind of like looked at it, but aren't quite sure what Pro Cycling Manager is, give me a quick summary. Like what is that game? Uh, Pro Cycling Manager is a game where uh, you are obviously the manager of a cycling uh, team, professional cycling team. So you have to manage uh, your uh, 20 to 30 riders, register them to the races, signing uh, new riders uh, for your team, managing their fitness, and uh, you just uh, roll uh, the whole season. And uh, at the end of the season, you you continue uh, years after years uh, if you want uh, to develop your team. That's cool. Yeah, you guys have... Going back quite a few years, you've done an annual edition of this game. So so basically, if I had been playing this all along, I carry my team and its fitness and everything over to the next year as well? Yes, uh, you have uh, some uh, parts of the game uh, which are uh, more uh, in the, I would say, uh, two dimension. You manage the things and sometimes you race. So in uh, 3D, you uh, go in the race to the France. Uh, Paris-Nice uh, and uh, other race like that. And you are more the sports director. So uh, you have to give the orders uh, and uh, choose if you attack the strategy uh, directly uh, in the race. So it's uh, more uh, like a combination of two uh, types of games, manager and uh, more arcade, I would say. Cool. Yeah, I want to talk about the game itself in a little bit. But, you know, so you're a video game developer, which I think you know, pardon the assumption, but you know, most of the times if we think about video game developers, we're not really thinking about avid athletes and cyclists, but you're a rider. You just finished a, a huge ride. How'd you get into cycling? What's your interest in this? Yes, I, I love cycling uh, from a long time ago. Uh, I did a lot of uh, races, I mean, uh, federal races uh, and also a lot of uh, sportives or I don't know in America, if you have the Grand Frondos, things like uh, Etape du Tour or things like that. And uh, now I'm riding some, uh, you say, uh, ultra cycling uh, races, but uh, it's more for uh, fun and to discover new ways of uh, riding my bike. So yes, uh, I just finished the race across France and it uh, was a very good experience, yes. That's awesome. And you said it was like a thousand kilometers, right? Yes, it was a new adventure with more than 1,000 and all the big climbs, uh, Col de Liseron, Galibier, Mont Ventoux. Uh, and, uh, That's awesome. Yes, it was really, really nice, but uh, difficult. Very cool. So as far as the gameplay goes, is there any actual gameplay? Like I'm thinking, you know, most video games are like these first person shooters where you're moving a person through the course. But do you get to do any of that or are you more just kind of like looking at it from a 10,000 foot view and you see the team and you're directing a strategy. Yes, it's more a strategic game. So uh, during the race, you could say it's more like a football, uh, like a FIFA game, I would say. You can give uh, orders. You can give direct orders to the riders, but uh, it's more uh, a strategy to build because you can, uh, let's say, uh, 
take relays with several of the of your riders or uh, just a big run rider and uh, say him to wait for the leader you have a real um, a lot of possibilities to enjoy uh, the race and uh, you can also uh, accelerate the race and uh, if you if you play uh, the normal speed game it's uh, like between 20 and 30 minutes uh, one race one stage i would but you can just speed up the the race if you want uh, during the plane or parts of the race where uh, nothing happens. Yeah, I was actually reading like one of the kind of tips on the website is like be careful about speeding it up though because something might happen and then you can't react uh, react quick enough and <laughs> it might actually hurt you. You have an option an option to uh, stop the to pause the game on a big uh, events. Very cool. So in terms of like the rider and the the team and all that, are you actually managing like the output of each individual rider? I mean, I'm assuming like, you know, like us humans, you know, each rider has a finite amount of energy, a maximum output, kind of like their FTP. So do you have to decide like for every athlete on your team, when to push them, when to tell somebody to pull or pull back or sprint and all that? Yes, uh, actually, you have uh, a bit more than uh, 10 uh, attributes. Uh, Some are more uh, terrain attributes like... uh, the ability to climb uh, mountains or shorter uh, climbs, uh, plane, time trial. And you have also uh, more, uh, I would say, uh, engine or physical capabilities, uh, endurance, resistance, uh, recovery. So each rider uh, have a value on uh, abilities. And uh, you have also uh, energy bars. So you can, uh, during the race, uh, see uh, if your rider has uh, still uh, some endurance uh, or if after uh, a big attack, uh, how much uh, energy uh, does he still have to, to put another attack? And uh, if you do a downhill, you, you can see the, the bars uh, recovering. So uh, it's, I would say we, we try to build something quite uh, realistic to have uh, the best uh, results possible to, to match the reality. Uh, so you have uh, really uh, riders. Uh, that are good in classics, uh, cobalt classics, or riders that are specialists for uh, the Grand Tours, and uh, etc. Cool. So can I train my riders and upgrade their skills throughout the season, or are they just kind of, they they are what they are at the start? No, they, uh, they can progress during the season. Uh, in fact, you have uh, two things, uh, fitness of the riders. So you have to manage uh, during the whole season. If he, when he picks, so you set the uh, objectives. And uh, also you have a progression for more for the young riders. So they can evolve. Uh, you can have uh, this uh, 20 years old uh, younger riders. And uh, during the season, maybe it will be better because uh, he's a rider. And uh, instead of being a, a teammate, he will become a leader during the season, uh, like you sometimes see. In the real life, yes. Cool. You mentioned he, and I'm so I'm curious. You know, with the women's Paris Roubaix race and now the women's Tour de France, a reality. Is there a, a women's team edition version of this planned, or will that be an add-on for future editions? Unfortunately, not. Uh, it's really something we are discussing. It's more a question of actually we. We are a really small team and uh, years after years, we added some um, new uh, game modes. You have the uh, career mode, the pro cyclist mode. And uh, 
we are uh, really we struggle to uh, maintain all the um, the features and uh, for the women uh, seeing it's uh, quite complicated topic because we we need to make it good so it means we have to uh, do uh, again the whole 3D uh, cyclist we have also uh, to take in account the fact that the races are not really the same dynamic dynamic because races are shorter when you see a woman race, uh, I, I think the tactics are not really the same uh, than uh, World Tour men riders. In my opinion, sometimes it's more interesting to see the real uh, women race because you have more uh, open uh, races. But uh, if we want to make it good to the game, we have to take that in account. And uh, I would say it's uh, something we are uh, working progress in the discussions. But uh, the, the more you ask and the more chance uh, <laughs> there are uh, to add that uh, in the game. Awesome. Well, cool. That's good to know like that you're listening to that consumer feedback, right? So there you go. If you want a women's version of the race, just let them know. But I do know that a lot of the really good game studios like yourselves, right? Like to produce a good game, it's, you know, a three to four year development cycle, right? So in, in some of these races are brand new. So I like to hear that you're thinking about making it like properly representative of what you're seeing in the real world, as opposed to just like reskinning the characters and calling it a women's race, right? I would say a few years ago, we probably uh, wanted to make too many things because uh, players <laughs> asking asked a lot and we Maybe we we were too uh, we had too much motivation, and uh, <laughs> now we are more uh, trying to make the thing uh, maybe more uh, with uh, calm, and uh, but trying to make them better in the game. Uh, so it's like uh, managing your fitness. If you want to rush and be uh, quick in form, it's not a good thing for long term purpose. Yeah, yeah, less is more sometimes, right? Okay, so what I'm really curious about is the riders and the teams inside the game. Do they represent actual real-world pro cyclists and cycling teams, or is it all kind of anonymized? For the um, representation, 3D? Yeah, like could I race, you know, like one of the actual pro teams racing in the tour right now? Could I go and pick that as my team and, and race that in the video game? Yes, yes, you can. Uh, you have the, all the licenses for World Tour teams. Uh, so uh, you have the team names, uh, the riders' names, except uh, for, uh, I would say, one team, I think, Quick Step. You don't have the riders' name, but for the other, uh, it's uh, there are all the riders like uh, Pogacar, uh, uh, the Ineos rider with Carapaz, and uh, so on, yes. That's really cool. So uh, that must be a massive licensing task to not just get the teams, but then also the actual individual riders like do you have to work out deals with every single rider to be able to use their likeness yes uh, nakon uh, is uh, managing that with uh, teams uh, directly and the, an organization of the teams so for us as a developer it's not uh, i would say it's uh, okay but uh, yes i know it's a massive thing to to manage uh, for Nakon, uh, and it's important uh, even if in the game players can customize uh, the game. Uh, I think it's really better to have uh, as many licenses as possible. Uh. Yeah, well, I think that's why like the Madden game for NFL is so popular because you got to play as your favorite players, right? As opposed to like, I mean, I remember I used to have an early video game console that was like we got to play, you know, Tecmo Bowl or whatever, where it was like. 
red team, blue team, green team. And, you know, it was just, it was fun, but Madden took that to the next level with their licensing and stuff for sure. So for big races like the Tour de France or Roubaix, do you mimic the routes exactly? Yes, uh, we are. Uh, we have a team of um, uh, level designers, um, so uh, they are uh, really interested in all the race routes. And uh, they uh, during the whole year, we have the license with the Tour de France, but we uh, don't have uh, all the details of the routes uh, because uh, I saw. A keep that uh, really close uh, and it's quite of a secret but uh, we have uh, nearly the same race route as the reality uh, because during the tour presentation in October uh, they give a lot of uh, details and uh, we do the best uh, to make the, the race uh, as realistic as possible and also you you have to know that in pro cycling manager we have a 1 to 10 scale so uh, of course you won't have the let's say 21 uh, hairpins of uh, l'alpe d'huez but you have something uh, really uh, quite uh, realistic because uh, we have um, a whole realistic landscape and uh, for tour de france game the console uh, you have a one to five scale, so it's even more uh, realistic, I would say. But it's real, really very important for us, uh, also for the classics. So uh, to have the the right uh, climbs, uh, to have, for instance, in La Flèche Wallonne, uh, the Mur de Huy uh, at the end, and the, all the little details. Uh, years after years, uh, players uh, showed uh, that it's an important thing. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just helps you sort of escape into that. So how do you recon those routes and like then build them, like recreate them digitally? Uh, we have, uh, we use uh, GPX uh, files and uh, we have a, a world uh, editor. So uh, when we import uh, GPX, uh, we have... Um, we have first the realistic race route, and then we put the buildings, the forest, the fields, uh, and all the um, the elements uh, that will uh, make uh, the world uh, quite uh, realistic. And it's uh, it's it's a long process, but years after years, we have a huge uh, database of um, stages. So it's uh, now it's something uh, I would say it's. Each year a little stress, but it's okay. Now we have proper tools. Yeah, is it it's kind of a geeky question? But are you using Unreal Engine to build them, or what? What? Uh, no. What's, what's the world builder? Uh, it's uh, it's a mix of uh, old uh, engine uh, Gamebryo and also uh, internal uh, tools. So uh, it's not an Unreal uh, Engine uh, thing. Cool. So you must have some physics built into it because you know i guess if if a rider's climbing they're using more energy is that um is that a really complex element to add so that it's you know the effort the perceived effort or, or mimicked effort is accurate yes it's uh, it's really a difficult part uh, of the of the development uh to be frank it's something uh, that years after years uh, we added and uh, improved the, the system and even a uh, uh, few months ago we made still uh, new modifications because uh, i would say the science is still a work in progress uh, you 
you always discover uh, new things on uh, physiology and uh, uh, it's uh, I, s I would say it's a thing that uh, will never finish because we always discover new things and it's you have to to make the game and to try uh, to make something realistic and find a, a good balance uh, between both uh, both things but uh, it's definitely uh, one of the hardest uh, things uh, in the development yes right so this edition's tour de france you know this year's tour de france edition is obviously ready to go because the race is starting you know essentially yes. now as soon as the race is over right like or are you already working on the 2023 version like what's the because to release an annual edition you must be just constantly working on this year round yes totally we are at the moment we are working some uh, devs and working on the uh, actual uh, game to to maintain on some features to, to make some uh, adjustment uh, Im little improvements and uh, as a game designer you're already uh, working on the next uh, version to uh, to see the feedbacks to try to uh, find uh, new game mechanics and uh, we have um, now we have a vision uh, i would say uh, two to three years uh, further to uh, to try to uh, to keep uh, uh, Some, sometimes you just cannot uh, put a feature uh, the next year. You have to think on a more long-term uh, purpose. And uh, yes, it's uh, it's one of my favorite uh, part of the year, yes, to to think about the new uh, features, yes. That's cool. And you have versions of the game for consoles like Xbox, PlayStation, and then you have PC and Steam. Is that still correct? Because I could only seem to find the 2022 version as a PC download. So, uh, yes, uh, we have um, a console version. It's uh, Tour de France, uh, but you can also uh, find uh, now uh, Tour de France on uh, PC because uh, I think that since uh, last year, the Tour de France version is also uh, available on uh, Steam. So uh, it's a different game, uh, more uh, you managing your team for the World Tour de France. You have a different scale. The atmosphere is, uh, I would say, more uh, in the race. You uh, control one rider, but you can swap uh, from one rider to another. And uh, you have uh, still an important strategic part, but it's uh, more uh, inclusive than uh, Pro Cycling Manager, uh, where you are more the manager and sports director. Gotcha. And then the, the Pro Cycling Manager is more of a kind of a year-long you know, multi-event yeah, game, right? Sure, yes. Uh, to give pr uh, some uh, purpose, for instance, my 10-year-old uh, kids uh, prefer for the moment uh, Tour de France. He's a fan of cycling and the, the game is more easy to take, uh, to play with. While Pro Cycling Manager, you need a m bit more time and to uh, when you play uh, the game, because obviously you will... Uh, advance in the season in uh, years after years and uh, you still have game modes in Tour de France to make uh, several seasons but uh, there are less uh, micromanagement cool and there's there's multiplayer versions and tournaments and stuff as well for the pro cycling manager right yes you can play online uh, too uh, uh, i would say it's more uh, really uh, 
a big fan of uh, the game that play online because uh, experience is uh, is harder because you competing against uh, other humans. So obviously they are better. Uh, uh, it's a hard challenge to beat uh, uh, human guys, and uh, it's different. In uh, two different two now, you have uh, possibilities to uh, to play your race of the moment. It's a challenge you have uh, during uh, several days where you try to make the best of uh, a close uh, of a given situation. For instance, you have to make the best uh, uh, Dauphiné possible with uh, Eolo Cometa, a small uh, Italian team. And uh, you cannot change your, the riders. You have to, to do the best. Uh, and uh, you have a leaderboard so you can uh, compare to uh, other real players. That's cool. Uh, there must be some serious AI behind that to produce it, or is it just kind of, you know, player A has stats, these stats, and player B, and then it's just a, a ranking thing? Yes. Uh, ha uh, is a very, very complex things uh, every year uh, because you have, uh, you know, cycling, it's uh, not always easy, even when you see a, a real race. Uh, sometimes, uh, Fans don't understand uh, why this team is pulling, uh, and you don't know uh, why really. And in the game, it's uh, it's even worse because you have to to be careful uh, to every parts of the um, of the races. And uh, if the player is trying to take advantage of a situation, uh, it's uh, it's really uh, complex. And every year we have one uh, developer. Who is working uh, full time on the, all the race part for uh, uh, artificial intelligence and uh, the physics phys physio engine? It's uh, a big part of the game. Yes. Huh? Do you introduce uh, like weather and stuff like that too, or is it always a nice sunny day in the game? Yes, you have uh, water in a <laughs> in a prospecting manager. You have the weather. Uh, but uh, I would say uh, it's not as important as uh, riding or for real on, under the rain. Yeah, but, the consequences uh, are probably a little less. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. For, uh, to, when you ride a full day under the rain, <laughs> for real, <laughs> it's massive damage for the brain. <laughs> so I'm, I'm curious about the business model of the game a little bit. So you sell a new version each year. I think this year the... Pro Cycling Manager is about $40. And if you bundle it with Tour de France, it's about $70. I'm just talking, you know, US dollars. Have you guys thought about using like the Fortnite model where it's free to play and then you can buy upgrades and skins? And um, uh, uh, Myself, I don't know really because uh, I'm game designer and clearly not in, uh, in charge of all the business uh, thing. But uh, I'm nearly sure one time uh, sooner or later uh, the model will change uh, because uh, the games are evolving but um, for uh, sports uh, your sports game uh, like football manager or FIFA it's uh, still a good thing uh, to have a, a classic uh, yearly game and not uh, really um, I mean a free or a free to play game because uh, at the moment, players want to, most of the time, uh, play uh, solo and uh, longer career things. 
But maybe in the future it will uh, change. I, I don't know. It's uh, it's really not my uh, job and uh, not my responsibility. But uh, yeah, not your department. It's uh, <laughs> it's clearly uh, an interesting uh, topic uh, because uh, things uh, evolves in uh, quite quickly in the video games industry. Yes. Yeah. Have you speaking of evolving? Uh, you know, like I've fully gone down the whole NFT web three rabbit hole. So I'm I'm really curious because I'm starting to see finally like some blockchain-based games and Web3 games that are actually look good and worth playing. Is that, are you looking at incorporating any of that technology into this game? No, for not yet for Procycling Manager and uh, Tour de France, we are more trying to uh, to really uh, put um, the prior priority in, uh, in the development uh, of the features because we have a lot of uh, ideas uh, and also, uh, as we said earlier, the the women uh, parts and uh, also we w- we would want to uh, improve also multiplayer because uh, for the moment you have no uh, multiplayer career you can just uh, play uh, against other human players uh, during races but you have no uh, persistence it's not uh, blockchains and things like that it's not uh, yet uh, in our uh, priorities yes Right on. Cool. Well, that that's all the questions I had. I appreciate it because like, it gives me a much better... I'm always curious how these games are developed. And especially for me, like the licensing side of it was... I just I imagine it's got to be a nightmare with all the different properties. So I appreciate you explaining that. Um, is there anything else you'd add about this game? Maybe something I didn't ask that people that you really geek out on having been part of the development team? Uh, yes, actually, for uh, Tour de France uh, thing this year, uh, we added uh, all the um, uh, animations with the uh, cobbles and uh, the feeling, the atmosphere when you uh, play the Paris Roubaix and the Tour de France uh, cobble stage is uh, really amazing with uh, all the vibrations and uh, when you play the first uh, person view in Tour de France and you enter the Cobalt sectors, it's uh, it's yes uh, a nice atmosphere, uh, and I think it deserves to uh, a try. <laughs> That's cool. So, do you actually get like haptic feedback, like the the controllers vibrate? Yes, sure. Yes, depending of the difficulty of the of the sector. So, if you are in the Carrefour de l'Arbre, it's uh, a massive vibration. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Well, cool, Clement. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for uh, sharing the story with us. Thanks, you. Sorry for my uh, <laughs> poor English. <laughs> no, I, I think we're talking about a French race, right? Like having your accent was was perfect. It adds to the <laughs> ambiance of the interview. Thanks. <laughs> You're nice. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you like this interview and you want more great chats with the people behind the brands and products that we ride every day, hit that subscribe button. And if you have a second, leave us a rating or review. That helps us reach more riders around the world and continue to attract top guests. For a list of all of our episodes or to suggest a guest for a future episode, head over to bikerumor.com slash podcast. In the meantime, you can catch all the latest news on bikerumor.com or follow us on social. We are at bikerumor on all the things. Until next time, stay safe out there and keep the rubber side down.